This week on Small Town Scuttlebutt, we reflect and ask the tough questions, like how often do you wash your jeans? Do you swear at your kids when you're having an episode? And how did I end up in Tijuana? Also, Disney and Hong Kong pizza toppings, both should be avoided. Finally, another Am I the Asshole segment. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Park Street Books and Toys. Read, play, unplug, and by Perez Martial Arts. Dedicated to changing the lives of people, one person at a time, through martial arts, education, and coaching. Small Town Scuttlebots. Yeah, sometimes I just like to uh, hop right in and mm-hmm. get down to business. But today, I just feel like I just want to go take a nap. Do you think that's because of the end of daylight savings time? Like, have you noticed physically you're more kind of tired since we... Even though you gain an hour, yeah. it gets darker earlier. And I feel like psychologically and physiologically, even as adults, we kind of respond to that by just kind of dragging a little bit for a while. Yeah, also the perception of things like uh, some kids came over looking for my son. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ah, no, no, he's in for the night. And they looked at me kind of quizzically. <laughs> it was 5 o'clock. I was just going to say, was it 4.30? <laughs> <laughs> it was 5 o'clock. You're like, kids, the streets li- street lights are on. Scram. Yeah, I was, I was uh, you know, doing a project in the backyard. Uh-huh. And- lost track of time all i knew was i had to turn lights on yeah to wrap up what i was doing and it just felt like later mm-hmm. you know it felt like sometimes i, I look at the clock and i'm like ah oh, it's only 7 30 i feel like it's bedtime I right go to bed yeah yeah I there's, I a def- lot, there's a lot of talk about ending or or whatever uh daylight savings time i mean i feel you- like that's been talked about for years and i don't know why it never happens uh, the only people benefiting from this are farmers, right? Are they still benefiting from it? I don't know. I don't know enough about it. Maybe that's like an urban legend. <laughs> I'm just going to say, whenever I hear that, I feel like I'm going to do exactly what you just did, which is I'm going to throw it out and then I'm going to retract and stop yeah. because I just feel like I'm perpetuating that. A stereotype? That, or a, uh, yeah. well, that or, old wives tale yes. or that urban legend mm-hmm. or... We probably have listeners legend. yelling at us like, you guys are so stupid. It has oh. nothing to do with farmers. It happens every week. Sure. Right. <laughs> every week. These people, people tune in to feel better about themselves by yes. listening to us. Like, I know. <laughs> no, that's not our brand. You're a very smart person, actually. I like to think so. You know what? One thing that drives I'm not, me. I'm not stupid either, by the no, way. No, I know you're very well educated. I was going to say, I'm like, you're very smart. I should <laughs> we are myself. very smart. Yeah. But one thing that drives me crazy when I listen to other podcasts is when they mispronounce words. Mm-hmm. And like basic words, I'm just like, if you have a forum yeah. where you're speaking into a microphone and you're mm-hmm. sending things out into the world, yeah. you should have a basic grasp of how to pronounce most words. Not maybe. Okay. Maybe not most. Seventy mm-hmm. percent of the words in the English language. Yeah, sure. I feel like that's fair, right? Yeah, sure, sure. That's not a mm-hmm. an unreasonable expectation. Yes. So, so I hope we don't do that. Is what I'm saying. Because when I hear someone do it, can I'm you like, give Ugh. an example. Um, let's see. Oh, 
there was, okay, so there was one, this might not be a great example, but someone was referring to, it was a true crime podcast, obviously, and, mm-hmm. and, the, and the person they were talking about in this podcast had murdered their parents. So when they were talking about his parents' house, they said his parents' house. And I was mm-hmm. like, parents' isn't a word. Mm-hmm. If the plural of parents is parents apostrophe, right? Mm-hmm. As a former educator, you would concur? Yeah, the there's no such goes on the outside. Correct. Yeah. There's no such word as parents is. He murdered he murdered his parents in his parents' house. I was like, stop saying it. Stop saying it. <laughs> they kept, they kept, kept doing it. saying it. That is funny yes. because that, that's that's a uh, uh, it, it's a mispronunciation but it's also just like uh, grammatically, you know, since everything's wrong there. Right. Um, you know what I don't like in the media is famous for doing this. Broadcast news. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, just sending out a memo overnight that no one else gets to see, only, you know, the powers that be. Mm-hmm. And they they declare that they're going to miss, or they're going to re-pronounce a word. Mm. And uh, I think they do it to act like, we're smarter than you. Yes. Oh, you've been saying it that way? Yes. Uh, great example is, I uh, remember years ago, like, uh, sexual harassment. Yes! Like, yes! Fuck you. It's not harassment. It's harassment. Yes. It's always been harassment. Yes. Now it's like the, the 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 trendy thing to be talking about. Mm-hmm. And a couple of you felt like calling it harassment. Yes. I don't know where you came up with that or what part of the country you're from, but I've never heard anyone ever say mm-hmm. harassment as harassment. Right. And it had its thing. It had its <laughs> run. And yep. I just thought, y- you guys... Uh, are showing your hand. You're not, you're not the brightest people, <laughs> and you have to play little tricks, yes. Jedi mind tricks, to uh, try to dupe the uncleansed masses. Right. Like, oh, like I thought doing this whole wrong. time I'm pr- pronouncing it wrong. I'm so embarrassed. You mean I've been harassing women? <laughs> I thought I was. <laughs> I mean, I'm harassing women. I thought I was harassing <laughs> them. I have another example of that. How yeah. do you pronounce A F F? L-U-E-N-T. Affluent. Oh, you've been doing it wrong. Uh-oh. It's affluent. Oh, shut up. <laughs> affluent. I hate yes. that. I can't tell you how many meetings I'm in where we're talking about marketing to the mass affluent. Now, why? Why, why, why does that? I don't know. And I heard it for the first time and I was like, I've been saying it wrong. No, okay. So, <laughs> do a passive aggressive little like fuck with the person game where... You're in the meeting and you're talking and you're kind of, you know, referencing the point that they made, mm-hmm. but then say it in your way and then just see if there's a little uh, contest, you know? Yeah, like I a, don't know. The people that say it are way above my pay grade, so I'm just going to let them say whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> like, uh, like note to self, yeah. it's affluent, it's soft like- A, soft <laughs> A, score some brownie points, yeah. quarterly reviews coming up. <laughs> Exactly. <clears throat> well, can I show you something? Uh, well, actually, let me ask you a question. Sure. How often do you wash your jeans? Oh, I saw this. Is this is the current sort of trending question is on social really? media? Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? No, it's yes. just coincidental. Really? <clears throat> yeah, because um, I have a totally different okay. reason for asking this. But okay, but, but back up. Like, yes. take over here. What this is a this is trending? Yes, it's trending. I wash them every. It's trending. We're gonna. We're gonna okay. 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 We're recording. Okay. Okay. Calm down. Calm down. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably every every few wears, like every three. 
I would say, unless I get them dirty. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really do anything that would right. cause me to get dirty. <laughs> yes. Okay. So every three wearings. Mm-hmm. And how many jeans do you own? Oh, remember from the story that we told about the um, the older gentleman in the Midwest who never got married or had kids and only yeah. owned two pairs of jeans, yes. one for church and one for work? Yes. And so it caused me to count the number of jeans in my closet, and I'm up to 14 pairs. Okay, that's a lot. It's a lot. That's a it's lot. excessive. However, uh, there's different cuts, styles. Yes. And then all colors and tones. I mean, Correct. you know, it's just the yeah. options are endless. Yes. I have like three or four pairs. I feel like that's a standard amount of mm-hmm. standard number of jeans yeah. for a gentleman to own. The darker ones, the lighter ones. These are your junky ones. These are you, right? you wear out to dinner a nice darker, yeah, pair. Mm-hmm. This one is made with a denim kind of stretch combo <laughs> for after Thanksgiving. Right. <laughs> uh, I call them my uh, holiday. Yeah. <laughs> they have an elastic waistband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I just wanted to show. Okay. All so, right. So, well, why did you think to bring this up today? Well, I thought to bring it up. Oh, by the way, just to mm-hmm. tell you, mm-hmm. um, I, I read a thing that you can put your jeans in like a plastic grocery bag hmm. and then put them in the freezer overnight. Why? It kills, what? Kills, kills all the bacteria. Oh, okay. But then, like, if you want to wear them the next day, you have to thaw them out, right? Yeah. Yeah. You just take them out. Like you're but defrosting a chicken breast for dinner? What you, yeah, what you're doing is you are, uh, well, they don't really freeze. There's no moisture in them. Oh, right? so okay. It's going to be really, okay. really cold, but you just take them out, <clears throat> but it kills the bacteria in them. Okay. So, so, like, maybe you don't have to clean them because they look dirty. Like, mm-hmm. they look fine, but, you know, you just. Right. That seems to be a, that seems to be. A, I wonder if that's trending. Uh, it's, well, so I. I the only reason why I was even aware of this was because it was posted on Facebook under the, this fashion blogger that I follow. And so mm-hmm. I read all the responses because I wanted to see if I was like an animal for only washing my jeans every few wears or whatever. Yeah. But most people said every three times, but there was a woman who works in a daycare and she said every night she washes like yeah. because of like that point about the bacteria and germs and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so will you, are you going to start putting your jeans in the freezer? No, I'm not. I didn't think that. so. That, 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 that just seems, <laughs> seems silly. I, I wash them, hang, line dry them and then, and then wear them. Mm-hmm. But, but who knows? The line dry thing though like aren't they super stiff when you put them on and like uncomfortable uh you just give, shake them out and wear them for a little right. bit and i don't then, know i throw then, mine in the dryer uh, oh no no you don't do that <laughs> i don't i don't think a lot of people i think probably not yeah i just feel like jeans should line dry i mean but you're probably right so they don't shrink but yeah well rick why are we talking about blue jeans i just wanted to show we were talking about how we're, things are busy and stuff and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working I'm building a stone wall yes. in the backyard. It's pretty exciting. And uh, I've been wearing these Carhartts, right? Oh, humble brag. Yeah, yeah but look, <laughs> like, like there's there's concrete oh, okay. on them, Yep. right? These things are filthy. And I've realized I've been wearing them the whole duration of this, of this project, mm-hmm. which is like two weeks every day. I haven't washed them yet. I feel like if you're just wearing them to be outside doing this project that's fine is it you're only washing them to get them dirty again like yeah. do you wear them everywhere so you're wearing them okay so you so later today you're going to go out and continue working on that project right mm-hmm. when you're done for the day working on that project do you continue to wear them like sitting around like in your family room furniture watching tv with leslie no no okay. i wouldn't All right. do that no, okay but uh, i gotta do the grocery shopping today mm-hmm. <clears throat> got it. Actually, yeah, I've got things to do out, out and about, <laughs> out in, and about in society. Yes, and I, ju- I just realized that I'm I'm walking around in the same outfit 
Yeah, I might not do that. <laughs> you might just have like another pair of pants on standby for the, you know, out and about hours of the day. <laughs> I actually have uh, some air quotes here. My fancy Carhartts. Ooh. <laughs> Straight leg. Uh, no pockets or, loop, you know, mm-hmm. the hammer loops on them. Right? Oh. They're just like, just the color. I was at a soccer game last week. Mm-hmm. My kid on the sideline I saw a mom with Carhartt leggings. Really? They make them now. Is that going to be the new Lululemon? Oh, by the way, you know, I always make fun of yoga pants. Yes. I mean, they're, we call them leggings. Yes. To get, like, we just changed the word. Right. They're not yoga pants anymore. Yeah, they're leggings. Perfectly no, acceptable to be wearing to the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not white trash. <laughs> Look at me. I'm, these are leggings. <laughs> She's wearing yoga pants. I'm wearing leggings. Right. They look the same. But anyway, Carhartt now is Okay. Carhartt's became, become a brand. I saw oh, it's a thing. It is a thing. So, yeah. I mean, you go to Dick's Sporting Goods. There's a whole Carhartt section of, you know, Will was into getting Carhartt hoodies for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do feel like it's a, it's become sort of a suburban dad statement brand. Like if you're on the sidelines and you're not wearing Patagonia, you're wearing Carhartt. Or maybe you're wearing both if you yeah. really want to stick it to people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I just find it interesting that it's transferring over to women now. Women yes. are wearing Carhartt. I'm not one of those women. No, I, don't, I can't imagine you no. doing the Carhartt thing. No, I, I don't. You don't. You know what? You you dress very nicely, but you don't wear labels like on your. No, that's not my jam. No, you know, I, I just I'm like not... a certain style that I like. You know. Yeah. So, interesting. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, can I tell you about my hot mess moments of the week? Yeah, you having a rough week. It's been a rough few weeks, mm-hmm. but I feel like it kind of culminated this week. So you're always very complimentary about moms, working moms, kind of keeping it all together, juggling a lot of things. You yeah. know knowing where everything's at and what has to get done and who needs to be where. Mm-hmm. And I tried to, to, you know, keep it all together, right? And I feel like 90% of the time, I do a pretty good job yeah. of holding it all together and keeping it all together. Yeah. The 10%, I don't. Oh, this is the good stuff. It falls apart in spectacular fashion. Yeah. Do, you, <laughs> so, do you lose your shit? Like, do you have? Oh, yeah. You have episodes <laughs> in, the, in the house where you. An episode is a perfect word. Oh, <laughs> let's, let's, so let me start by saying, this. so yeah, so it's been a stressful few weeks and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to keep everything, all the, all the balls juggling, all the plates spinning and all that. Yep. So this week, so I have a couple specific examples of me kind of dropping the ball here and then an episode. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Will had an orthodontist appointment this week at nine fifty, mm-hmm. And so that meant he had to, he had to be pulled out of school early, then go back, blah, blah, blah. And so I'm like, it's Tuesday night. I'm like, all right, bud, remember, you've got your orthodontist appointment tomorrow morning. I'm going to pick you up in front of the school at 945. I'll check you in at the orthodontist. But then I have to go back out to the car because I have to do my 10. I have a 10 a.m. meeting I can't miss. Text me if you need me to go in to the orthodontist to meet with her for whatever reason. Other than that, just come back out to the car. So it's all these things in my head. And he's a little anxious already because he doesn't like getting having to leave class in the middle of class and then coming back in the middle of another class, like that just causes a little anxiety for him. But mm-hmm. so I go, I pick him up Wednesday morning, 945. We go to the orthodontist. We go in, I check him in and she's like, she's like, his appointment's tomorrow. Oh, Jesus. And I was like, 
oh. And he's like, mom. And she's like, don't worry. We're having a really slow morning. Let me just see if we can squeeze him in. I'm sure it's not a problem. I'm like, thank you. So that, I mean, was a total lifesaver because I already felt bad that he was having sort of anxiety about leaving and going back. And I didn't want to do that to him two days in a row. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I could have sworn in my calendar it was Wednesday morning and not Thursday. No, I go to the Google calendar. Thursday. I checked the text confirmation I got from the orthodontist. Thursday. I go to my work calendar where I keep all this stuff as well. Thursday. I checked my work calendar probably 15 times a day, Rick. It was there the whole time. In my head, I somehow had Wednesday. I don't know why. It all worked out. It was fine. Mm -hmm. But whatever. So that was that. So then yesterday, which was Thursday, is a day Avery typically goes to her after school program, after school, a.k.a. MAP. But she was invited to a friend's house instead. So I was like, all right, yeah, cool. You can go. You can go to Molly's after school. And so I emailed the after school program Just said Avery won't be there. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear anything back, but no big deal. Um, so it's 4.30 yesterday. I'm on a conference call. Dan texts me, hey, do you need me to pick up Avery? And I said, that'd be great because I'm on this call till 5.30. Cool. He leaves the house. Ten minutes later, I get a text from him saying, Map said she never got off the bus today and she's not here. They don't know where she is. And I could have sworn he was present in the kitchen that morning when we were discussing mm-hmm. Avery going to Molly's. So when he said, do you need me to pick Avery up? I thought he meant at Molly's. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, she's at Molly's. Sorry. Apologize to the teachers at Map for freaking them out. Like they were ready to put yeah. her face on a milk carton. Sure. They were panicked. Yeah. Um, it didn't really inconvenience Dan so much because he was sort of on the way to her friend's house anyway. Yep, yep. But it's these things that at the end of the day, everything was fine. Mm-hmm. But then I have this hideous guilt of of not managing things the way they're supposed to be managed. Like I shouldn't have shown up a day early for Will's orthodontist appointment. I should have been more clear with Dan about where he was going to pick up our daughter. And it's just like too many things just to keep track of. And so... It was just like indicative of, you know, my little house of cards is starting to crumble down. And so last night I'm in the kitchen making dinner and it's, you know, the kids are running around. They're chasing the kitten that we just got. It's chaos, blah, blah, blah. And I like all I want to do is just make my stupid chicken tortilla soup for dinner. (laughs) Chicken tortilla soup? Yes. I made chicken tortilla soup for dinner last night. I didn't know you can make soup out of chicken tortillas. Well, the tortilla aspect really comes in after the soup is done, and you mm-hmm. can just crumble the tortilla chips in there. Oh, and that's okay. really where okay. it comes from. Sure, sure. And it was just so chaotic, and I lost my shit, and I was like, no one's allowed in this kitchen. I'm trying to make fucking dinner for everybody. I've had it. I need quiet. Like, I just, it was the culmination of the stress of my job, the stress of my life, the feeling like I'm dropping the ball, and I just lost it did you really drop the f-bomb oh yeah good for you yes congratulations it's yeah your home. it is my home it's and my home. kids are old enough they've heard that word plenty of times yeah. <laughs> so my, I, you know swearing is a isn't it i've read uh, articles about studies that say that it's a sign of intelligence mm. and i must be a member of mensa because... <laughs> yeah, you are you are smart <laughs> and then there's also some that say you know people that swear uh have limited vocabularies, yes. but those people are stupid, mm-hmm. and I should know because I swear, which makes me smart. Exactly, those people are not affluent. Yeah, they're not affluent. <laughs> yeah, so stop embarrassing me. Uh, so yeah, that was just and like Dan knows in those situations, he's yeah. like, 
kids, give your mom a wide berth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Things are not going well for her right now. <laughs> yes. And he also knows not to say, okay, calm down. Oh, right. uh, no. No. Nope. That's still, your thing, right? Yeah, that, that, still, he's still learning not oh. to say calm down or relax. <laughs> yeah. So I know that that's. That's your every everyone has that button, and mm-hmm. if you want to piss Liz off, uh, just tell her to relax. And you know what's Try interesting to, to, to calm down. I so mean, see what happens if you want to backhand. Like, I just feel it's made me because I hate it, and mm-hmm. I feel like it's very condescending. Yeah, when one of my kids is kind of getting all riled up, like I said, you know, Will was like he was getting very anxious the morning of his orthodontist appointment, knowing that he was going to have to leave. Like he was Mm -hmm. kind of on edge a bit. I will never say to him, calm down because he's coming from a place of like anxiety. So instead I I come from a place of, look, I get it. It's irritating to have to like leave school. It's, you know, you're getting up in the middle of class. You don't want people to look, whatever. I totally get it. But you know, we just got to get it done and it'll be okay after the fact, you know? Nice. So your approach is, uh, Commiserate and yeah. relate. Yeah, because I can. I, I mean, I have anxiety. I can understand why he's feeling that way, you know? Also, so. you're not alone. I, too, <laughs> am a little anxious about going to the orthodontist. <laughs> and so is every single right. human that goes to a, any dental yes. facility. Yes. Right? Anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was my hot, hot, Liz's hot mess moments of the week. <laughs> so, so let's talk about. Let me just interview you for a second. Sure. What are you doing for your self-care? I know that that's a big thing. Mm. It's so funny that you say that because I sent an article about self-care to my two direct reports the other day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, remember, it's important for us to give ourselves some grace and set boundaries where we can and take, you know, some time every day, even if it's only 10 minutes to do something for ourselves. So whatever. Um, I mean, I do. I work out every like six days a week. I work out. I either do yoga or I go for like a long walk. And that is sort of my form of self-care. So Mm -hmm. I do feel like I try to do it. I don't think I do a great job of, I take care of myself well physically. I don't think I do a great job of having that transition into like a healthy mental state all the time. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You and Dan need to go away for a weekend. Oh, that'd be nice. I think you're right. That's what I'm hearing. Mm. Or, or does Dan need to be there? Maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's just me by myself. Maybe it's just you, or like a girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. you ever? Uh, sometimes for me, I, when I try to get away, I'm like I have friends all over the country. You know, from college. Mm-hmm. So bummed every time one would move. I'm like, ah, oh, come on, right? What are you doing? San Diego, really? What, what are they? <laughs> Who have? wants to go there? Freaking, dude, that's a lot of sun. Like, right, dude. How much vitamin D? It's a lot of seventy degree, seventy degree perfect weather. Oh, all those blue skies, <laughs> beautiful women on the beach. You're a loser. <laughs> Come on, man. It gets dark at four thirty mm-hmm. here. <laughs> yeah, I always get bummed, but I like to go. You know, I. I I have friends like all over the country. Yeah, it, literally all over, except for that part. Well, the Midwest. No, no one wants to go there anyway. No one, Midwest, Unless it's Chicago. Yeah, from like the Dakotas down mm-hmm. to like Arkansas, like in the middle. Yes. <laughs> no one. Yeah. I don't know anyone there, but on the edges, right? I can go visit a friend or or a couple buddies. We'll we'll do mm-hmm. a destination. Like let's meet at someone's place. You know. Now, are you? That's nice. The planner of that? Are you like, I'm going to take the reins and organize this? Or is there someone else in your friend group that does that? And you're like, yeah, that's cool. I'll join. Well, we just all came to the Cape this Mm -hmm. summer. That was, uh, I planned that. I hosted that. But, um, you know, there's a guy out in Arizona 
we're going to get my friend Mike, and I know Mike listens. He's talking. He's in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go play golf in Phoenix nice. at some point. Then my buddy in Seattle, you know, he's he's always trying to get people up there. So, you know, and I've been to San Diego. I've been to, we actually went to Tijuana. Oh. Well, I'm surprised you all came back with your heads. Oh, my God. Well, one of us didn't come back with shoes on. I don't know how that happened. What? Yeah. And uh, we all uh, we all said, we're going to come home at midnight. Oh, my. How long ago was this? Oh, this was uh, about 13, 14 years okay. ago. This is right before. Like, I assume you would never do that now. No, no. <laughs> I just started dating Leslie mm-hmm. and uh, went to Tijuana for, you know, like uh, we walked across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then we... Uh, yeah, it was. Uh, these are things like I don't know if I'd do that again. You know, there's no! over 900 homicides in that. Yes, I mean, you see the you see the federales like their police. There's like a group of 20 of them, mm-hmm. just all clumped together. And I said to my buddy, I'm like, what, what's going on there? Like, what kind of policing is that? Right. And, and they said, well, they stay together because if the uh, cartels can get one of them, yeah, pluck them, they'll they'll do horrible things mm-hmm. like. Hang them from like a telephone wire, or strip them yeah. naked and just cut, like just send messages and things. You know, it's just a, it's a horrible, horrible little town. Did you hear that story like from several months ago about the the group of United States U.S. citizens were going down to Mexico? One or two of them were having like some type of medical procedure, mm-hmm. like a cosmetic procedure down there. Yeah, and they were kidnapped by the cartel because the cartel assumed they were. Haitian drug lords or something bizarre. Right, they're misidentified yes. and then killed. Yeah, and yeah. then when they realized these were just people coming down for a medical procedure, they were like, whoops, our bad. <laughs> yes. Actually, didn't they apologize? They did. The they, they, and they turned apologized. in the two people that were, that allegedly were sort of the ringleaders of this. But I mean, they yeah. basically probably said to two low-level People like you're going to be the sacrificial lambs for this. Take one for the cartel, and we'll reward you later. Yeah, your I mean, will be I watch Narcos. I know how it works, Rick. Yep, yep you do, you do. That's amazing. <laughs> All right, so what else do we have here? Well, I've got some news stories mm. that we can do. We'll do a break, come back, do some news stories. Uh, always down for an "Am I the asshole?" That, yes, that you have All right. always. All right, let's hit the commercials, and then uh, we'll come back and and get into some. Some gross stories. <laughs> Get ready for the ultimate children's book and toy shopping experience at Park Street Books and Toys, New England's largest children's bookstore. Why settle for ordinary when you can explore an extraordinary selection of books and toys? From magical adventures to mind bending puzzles, they've got it all. Their friendly and knowledgeable staff will guide you through their wonderland of imagination, helping you discover the perfect storybook or toy that'll bring endless smiles to your little one's face. See for yourself and visit them in Medfield or online at parkstreetbooks.com. Perez Martial Arts is dedicated to changing the lives of kids and adults alike through martial arts education and coaching. They strive to provide a safe, comfortable, and welcoming atmosphere for all students and family members who walk through their doors. They take great pride in creating an environment for individuals to achieve, develop, and succeed in their personal goals. 
And they back up all these claims with a perfect five-star rating on Google Reviews. Find out why for yourself by visiting PerezMartialArts.com for their exclusive online offer. All right, Liz. I told you I'm going to Disney World, right? No! I did it? <gasps> Frick, I thought we were in this together. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm disappointed Aww. in me, too. Now, we've talked about uh, our disdain for all yes. things Disney. The whole thing. The it's whole just, thing. It's just all, it's all fake. Yep. I've always argued, uh, why would I take my kids to fake Disney yes. World when this country has... So many beautiful, real, authentic national parks. Mm -hmm. Or why would you take them to fake France when you could, when they get a little older, go to real France? Go to real France, <laughs> right. I hear you. Mm -hmm. yep. So my wife and I actually, our, our, our wedding like is predicated on some philosophical mm -hmm. uh, commonalities. And one of them was we're not taking our kids to Disney. Yep. And I'm like, I will marry you right now. <laughs> we, we're like... Like, let's do this, right? So we were married, and we're like, yep. There just is always a funny thing that we've always joked about, like when people are talking about Disney, and we have to, you know, like, you know when people talk about Disney and they're excited? Yeah. They just can't, they, they're just so excited, they're so happy about Disney, and Leslie and I could not care less right. about it. Like, my brother- Like, literal polar opposite. Yes. Yeah. For example, my brother. My little brother- mm -hmm. Who's six foot two, two twenty five? <laughs> still has a six pack, <laughs> but he's six years younger, so he's the little brother. Mm -hmm. He and his wife love Disney. They, they, do they have kids yet or no? They have one. How old? Jack just turned one year old. Have they taken him to Disney? No. Okay, but, but they got engaged at Disney. Jesus Christ! They went on their honeymoon at Disney. No. <laughs> yep. They have a time sheet. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that to uh, me is bonkers. Bonkers. There's yeah. so many. If you're going to do a honeymoon, mm -hmm. that's your opportunity to be like, we're going big. We're spending money. We're going pla a place where we might never get back to. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Disney. No, let's go to that. The only thing that can make that worse is getting there via a cruise. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, just a, just a floating mall oh. slash hotel. Mm -hmm. It's like an airline terminal. Cesspool. Just, yeah, gross. Petri dish. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway. All right, so I how have to is go. this? Okay. I have to go. Is this, let me, can I guess why? Yeah. Does this have anything to do, because I know Rosie's really involved in dance. Is mm -hmm. this a dance thing? A ding dong. Okay. Yep. It's All a, right. It's a dance. It's like five days of dance. Okay. I can forgive you for this now because yeah. it's for your daughter yep. and it's somewhat of an obligation for her, which kind of leads to an opportunity to do something as a family. So we okay. are, we are not hypocrites because, yep. because of yeah, this, agreed. our hand is being forced to go to Disney. So we're going to go and we've even extended the stay a little bit just hmm. so there's some non, non dance related. Dance. <laughs> yes. Cause yeah. I know there's going to be, there's going to be, what? Well, hello. <laughs> Why are we taking our kids to do dance competition at the happiest place on earth so we can distract the kids? Like, hey, kids, okay, enough of the fun. No more rides. Okay, yeah. we need to go back to the hotel room, put on our leotards, get our dance shoes, okay, do our hair, uh, and and meet down at the mm -hmm. convention center yeah. at 3.30, okay, 
because at five we're gonna go on and we need to whatever. What? Yeah, you better like, dance your little hearts out if you want to earn another ride on Space Mountain, Rosie. <laughs> God damn it! Smile. Yeah, like Leslie and I are gonna have to do a a, a separation. Like yeah, like I have to sort of do an Irish goodbye with Charlie. Yeah, and just sort of slip away as we go have more fun. Yes. And I honestly, I'm kind of looking forward to Leslie and Rosie going to do their dance albums. Yeah, and you and Charlie, and Charlie can it, have your fun. It, it feels different. No, totally. No offense to my wife, but she's the boss, and I'm kind of, you know, along like, for the ride. Yeah, and it's sort of nice sometimes just to cut that cord and mm-hmm. be like, "Dude, we have radio silence. We are I the left, world is our oyster, Charlie." <laughs> dude, I left the phone in the hotel room on purpose. We are. We're That'll be really We're fun. Untethered. That'll We're, be really yeah. fun for you for you guys, I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, here's an article about Disney. Oh, the happiest th- place on earth. Happiest place on earth. And I thought, wow, this is absolutely horrifying. And I can't imagine that this stuff happens in the United States at a theme park that's super corporate America, right? Right. Like, oh, yeah. And when you think of Disney, you think of uh, these people have everything accounted for. Right. Oh yeah, they're. I, I feel like they are known for keeping everything on point, in line, in order. You know, they send Disney characters to certain areas to draw tra- pedestrian yeah. traffic away. Right? Did we talk about that on the show? Or no? I think I've just read articles. Yeah, about it. I've known that. Like they, 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 they got it. Oh they, yeah. They're like, we're gonna keep everything moving, happy. We're gonna. We see conflicts arising. We can defuse those mm-hmm. before they happen. It's it's very interesting. So this was a little surprising, but this headline reads, Disney theme park guests are pooping while waiting on line for rides. And I thought, I thought okay. we lived in a first world country. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. What is this? What? And I thought, hmm, that is a pretty straightforward headline. I don't know if there's much to read it. The other day I was talking about how I read headlines and yes! for my opinion. Yeah. This is a perfect example of that. Disney theme park guests are pooping while waiting on line for rides. Okay. okay. Do you need to know any more than that? Or is this clickbait? Let's well, let's find out. Okay, let's find out. <laughs> Let me just read Because I'm like, wow, there's an article here. There's like follow-up. It's not a big article, but what can you say about that? I think the whole story was written in that one sentence. That's a mm-hmm. very nice, concise yeah. news story. Thank you. Hey, when you got to go, you got to go. Even if you're in line for hours at a Disney theme park. Riders at Disneyland and Disney World have been defecating while standing in line, according to witnesses who reported the grotesque sight on social media. Here's a quote. I am in the queue for Rise of the Resistance at Disney World. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and then they just walked out and left it. WTF, wrote one poster on Reddit. Um, the post was cited. By the news page SFGate. That must be San Francisco. Yeah. Disney guests can wait in line for Rise of the Resistance, the Star Wars themed attraction, for more than an hour and a half, according to the Q Times website. All right, let's stop there. Uh, what What would you do? If, some, if, if someone you... let their kid just poop in front. Are these only children pooping? Are there adults pooping as well? We don't know. We don't know, but... I, I guess I would say if you're waiting in line for a ride, chances are you're in a group, right? hmm Why can't you just take your child... Why can't you say to your husband, friend, whatever, so-and-so's really going to go, like, we have another 45 minutes in this line, you stay here, I'm going to go take him to the... There's got to be a restroom nearby at Disney. I would imagine there's restrooms 
all over the place. You think that they would just have the lines lined up? Yes. Bathrooms. Yeah, exactly. So there, I feel like there are options there. Mm-hmm. However, if you're literally in line, you, your child, your child's like, I gotta go, I gotta go, I gotta go. The answer is never. Feel free to shit your pants so everybody in line can smell it. <laughs> like, I mean, and how to, okay, okay, this is disgusting. But, like, mm-hmm. how do the people in line behind them know what's happening? Like, does it, like, where's the poop? Like, is it, like, uh, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. It's just vile. Actually, there's a lot of questions. Yes! Too many questions. Because uh, sometimes you see these lines that they're long, right? Like a, a straight line. Like, yeah. Like, two points. Connecting mm-hmm. a line, and there could be landscaping or yeah, or 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 places like along the side, right? That I could see. All right, hey Billy, go behind that bush, mm-hmm. drop a deuce. That's one way. But then you get like the corral kind of snake, yeah, sort of yeah, yeah, filing yeah. through <clears throat> where you're just winding back and forth, back mm-hmm. and forth. Imagine being in the middle of that, right? Like you've you yes. z- you've zigzagged four like times. security in the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. And, and you drop it right there. Like that's this is this is a biohazard. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's, yeah. What ha- like so? Is it like if someone poops in a swimming pool, everybody has to clear out? Exactly. Like what do you do? What here? do you do? I mean, yeah, it's nasty. The fact that this is so prevalent that there was an article written about it. All right, so now. You have to be our poop correspondent when you go to Disney. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be all over it. <laughs> but the thing is, like, what would you do if you saw that? Like, I, I don't, don't know. Like, I don't we know. Tell, we tell people to judge. Yeah. And, you know, you can look down your nose at certain things because if you don't, if we all just go, oh, well, that's 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 pers- that's, a, that's, a, their, that's acceptable. That's their proclivity. It's none of my business. It's like, <gasps> no, man, we share this fucking society. I know. And you're shitting. <laughs> on my vacation, so right. so no, <laughs> no, yes. like I would, like, but then, then you know, it's like these. This is what people do. They're like, oh, well, I got you. Because what do you do? Make a scene while right. we're here. Like we're in the happiest place on the earth. Why don't you just be happy, you son of a bitch? You know, mind your own business, right? It's just amazing. It is, and that's where too, if someone is out, so out to lunch, they they or they let their child poop on the ground. I don't think that's someone you want to confront. There's, you know what I mean? Mm. Like you. They have no qualms about probably knocking you out in the middle yeah. of the line. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Here, uh, another Reddit, uh, another Redditor who claims to have worked near the ride confirmed the claim, writing, for the skeptics, this actually happened. Fun fact, this is one of the three shit-related incidents at Rise today. No. Oh, my God. Disney guests are reportedly defecating while waiting in line for rides at Disney World and Disneyland theme parks. Less, oh, uh, less fun fact. I was there for all three of them, the poster wrote. No! Oh, my <laughs> God! <laughs> A Reddit poster who claims to have worked at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, described guests leaving their bodily waste on the premise. I, premises. I can't imagine. I, I, mean, I literally. Can't. I hate. I hate talking like about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like poop. It's just right. It just, but I this mean, is not. We're. Not, I, this is like a human. Yeah. I, I, I. Just a topic. I'm burned out from like doing diapers for like five years. Right. Between two kids mm-hmm. and, and all those little you know issues raising kids. Like just I don't want to talk about this stuff yeah. anymore. But I have, and this is just I have to Liz hideous human behavior though. Yeah. You we know. Have, we, we, yeah. 
Small town scuttlebutt cannot just let this go. Absolutely we, not. We have to react <laughs> to this. Bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Wow. Let's just say that the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop half. Oh, the poop hall. Because of the number of times guests have gone in there and pooped. Jesus. We even put up a camera and it didn't stop it. This claim was seconded by another Disney cast member, a reference to the company's theme park employees. Good Lord, the poop hallway, they wrote, adding that testimonials about seeing human feces near the rides gives me war flashbacks. <laughs> I dealt with way too many bodily fluids and that dang at that dang attraction. That so, dang attraction. Where oh are my you God. from? So two things. One, if people really can't hold it long enough while they wait in line. Those wait times are far too long, Disney. Yeah. Well, that's, you know? that's one thing I don't want to go to Disney exactly. for. Like an hour and a half? Yeah. No, nothing's that's, worth that. Uh, for what you're paying? Right. And for the duration of the ride, like how long, once you get through your hour and a half wait time, how long are you on that ride for? I yeah. don't know, a minute and a half or something? Yeah. yeah. So, and two... What are they serving at Disney that is causing people to shit themselves? Yeah, like, I, I think, what's in your food? I think they need to sever their relationship with Taco Bell. Yes. <laughs> Quit putting laxatives in your food. Yeah, right? It's gross. Oh, my God. Well, speaking of food, have you ever been to Hong Kong? I have not. Do you ever want to go? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> like Disney, it's far too crowded for me. <laughs> Yep. And it's far. It is far. What, 24 hours or so, so on a plane? What's what's your limit on a plane? <sighs> Probably 10. You could do 10 hours on a plane? I did 10 going to Italy, I think, because that's pretty close to 10. Straight shot. I think. Straight shot, yeah. From like LaGuardia to Milan mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I've, I have can't do more. I've done seven. Mm -hmm. um, and that was rough. Yeah. Yeah. That was rough. Uh, two hours is great. If I'm going somewhere for two hours, I'm like, oh, this is going to be actually enjoyable. I like, I like to fly, like the mm -hmm. concept of, holy shit. But anyway, that Hong Kong's too far. We're never going to go. Right. Right. Pizza Hut is there. So if you went to Hong Kong, you'd feel like, oh, you know. You feel right at home. A little bit of home here. <laughs> this headline is a little unsettling. It's not, this Pizza Hut is a little different. Because culturally, you know, mm. the, oh, yeah. the uh, mm -hmm. dietary palate is different, right? So mm -hmm. this is totally normal. So much so that corporate America is like, hey, this is what you do. We're going to do it. Pizza Hut selling snake pizza in Hong Kong. What? Yeah. We we have pepperoni. You know, we put hamburger yeah. on it. Yeah, I mean, but you can they, eat rattlesnake, right? If you go to New Orleans, you can get rattlesnake, I think. I'm Can't just, you? I, I'm just, I get, I'm just I mean, I, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to. wet markets. Yeah. <laughs> this is, where do you guys get your snake, right? Yeah, that's true. Does Hong Kong have, like, strict FDA-like, uh, you know, guidelines mm. for harvesting snake or raising snake on a snake farm? Like we yeah. do with kind of like butchers and yeah, food thing. Here. Like yeah, I don't or know. They just like go catch it and in the parking right. lot, <laughs> beat it on the head with right. a club, and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I'd. Well, first of all, if you're in Hong Kong and you go into a Pizza Hut, mistake number one. Like yeah. if you're in a place like that, you should be absorbing their culture, and I'm sure there's amazing food and all of that. So like, 
don't go to the Pizza Hut. Amazing food <laughs> in Hong Kong. Their Pizza Hut has snake, snake. pizza. I'd want to. I'd want to know what the late great Anthony Bourdain ate when he went to Hong Kong. American company Pizza Hut has teamed up with a century-old Hong Kong restaurant to put a modern spin on a traditional dish, or more simply, snake on a pizza. The new offering combines shredded snake meat, black mushrooms, and Chinese dried ham, all indispensable ingredients of an authentic snake stew and part of the Hong Kong's Hong Kong franchise's marketing plot to generate buzz online. Some diners in Hong Kong and around southern China have long enjoyed snake stew, especially during the colder months. Interesting. You know, okay. When, when, uh, yeah. when you come back from a day of skiing, do you like to... <laughs> Nuzzle awesome hot cocoa and the... some snakes too, please. <laughs> <laughs> According to a saying in the local Cantonese dialect, the best time to eat snake is when the autumn winds begin to blow. Hmm. They've fattened up to prepare for hibernation. But this brings up so so this clearly like culture like as you as you said culturally they've got a different palates they've mm-hmm. just different traditions from a culinary perspective. What do you think someone from Hong Kong would look at Americans and be like, ugh, I can't believe you eat that. Like, we look at the snake pizza and like, oh my God, that is so far removed from anything I could comprehend eating. What do you think when they look at us, gluttonous Americans? Yeah. When you think about milk, Mm. you were drinking the secretion from the underbelly of a hooved beast. Mm. I don't drink milk, but yes, good point. I mean, that's what milk is. Milk was produced in an animal. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was squirted out of its teats. Teats. <laughs> you, milk those teats. <laughs> you can milk anything with nipples. Yeah. What right, movie? Yeah. Uh, meet the Fox. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Can you milk me, Greg? Yeah. I have nipples. Can you milk me? <laughs> have you ever milked a cat, though? I mean, it's pretty fun. Wait, what? No. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> they would think i don't know maybe maybe not hot dogs hot dogs are i mean i don't need they're disgusting right like if do you think that people in other countries look at us and go Ugh. i like if i don't they know saw how the sausage is made yeah. literally uh-huh. uh maybe back in the day when it's 20 percent rat hair right and other feces i mm-hmm. mean remember they just mop up the floor and be yes like, that's, and be like that's, wrap that's, it in a casing <laughs> yeah put it in the stomach or intestinal lining yeah right, is what they used to make that stuff out of. yeah oysters Oh, yes. How about the lobster? Look lobster. at the lobster. Yeah. A lobster is a Muscles, it is snails. Ugly. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of seafood. Although, Prob- if you're over in China and Japan, I mean, that's mm. that's they're heavy on the seafood, obviously. Yeah. Sushi. Yeah, mm-hmm. so maybe they don't look down their nose at it. But yeah, if you look at an oyster, I sometimes think, who was the first human? Like, I wish I was there for the first. In- Probably a... What? Uh, we can't say Native American anymore. Indigenous person. Indigenous Wait, you person? can't say Native American. I don't know, anymore? Rick. Google it. It's <laughs> Friday, November tenth. We probably can't. Maybe on Monday, November fourteenth, we can or thirteenth, whatever it is. That's funny. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. I don't want to get us canceled. So, yeah. <laughs> moving on. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I had for. for all right. Uh, Should we ra- want to wrap it up with an "Am I the asshole?" Yeah, I always love. Let's bring it home. Let's do it. All right. Here we go. Yep. Courtesy of our pals at Reddit. My parents' neighbor constantly blows his leaves onto my parents' property. My dad tried to confront him a few times, and the guy literally ran away every time. 
Yes, a grown-ass man dropped his leaf blower and ran inside and locked the door and pretended not to be home when he saw my dad coming on multiple, multiple occasions. My father is not a scary man. My dad was finally able to confront him one day. He was super polite and said the guy could blow the leaves into their woods, but just not onto their clean lawn. The guy responded, your property doesn't start until 10 feet from the road, so you can't do anything about it. If you want me to stop, sue me. This is technically correct, as the property is off a private road owned by a convent. And per state law, the owner of the road also owns the 10 feet of land on either side of the road. Mm. So my dad called up the convent and asked if the neighbor is allowed to dump his leaves on their property. Turns out they don't like that. So now instead of being in a neighborly argument with my parents, he's trying to fight a bunch of nuns in court. Not a good look. <laughs> mm, awesome. I wouldn't want to go up against a bunch of nuns. Yeah, They're that, like, we've got Jesus on our side. Yeah, so. right. <laughs> you know, the, uh, this notion where there's like a public easement. Yeah. You know, like for example, the sewer... If they ever had to dig up the sewer line on our street, they're coming up like 40 feet or 20 feet into our property. Yeah. And they can dig it all up no matter, you know, I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Yep. Uh, but do you think the town comes and mows and fertilizes right. and aerate, like maintains it? No. 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 So that's my job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, oh, and do you, who gets to pay taxes on that property too? Exactly. Right? So- so, yeah, I I feel like, I don't know if this guy is accurate in saying I don't own that property. Or the, you no, know, you do. You're, you're paying, it's your property. Right, you're paying, like, to your point, you're paying the taxes on it, right? Probably. Yeah, yeah, but, mm -hmm. but you know, the town or the convent or whatever, they have access. Right, right, right. For, for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. So, hey, we I, I know it's your house, but the sewer line is under your yes, and that's the town. Yes, and so we're gonna need to get through it. And look what we've done for your neighbors. When we're done here, we're gonna throw, we're gonna fill it with sand and throw crabgrass seeds on right. it, and we'll be all set. <laughs> they did some work on the other side of the street, and mm -hmm. like three of my neighbors have this strip two feet wide of just crabgrass. No, running. yeah, yeah. I don't uh, know what kind of crappy that seed sucks. Yes, it's it's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's not funny. It's it's. Disappointing. But anyway, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be neighbors with a guy who runs away like a coward. Right? What a little bitch. Yeah, you're ballsy enough to like blow leaves onto my property, but when I come to talk to you like a civilized human being, you run away with your tail between your legs. Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad. The leaf blowing thing is a big, no surprise, a big deal with the whole neighborly, you know, neighborhood thing, neighborhood conflict thing. I was coming home, driving down our street the other day, yeah. and I could see someone in our lawn with a leaf blower. And I was like, who's that? Like, because yeah. Brady does all the leaf blowing in our yard these days. So I was like, who's in our yard? But it was our neighbor who was in our yard because their leaves had accidentally blown. They don't they don't leaf blow as often as we do. Yeah. So they had their leaves kind of blow into our, our yard. So he was in our yard blowing them back into his yard, which yep. I appreciated. Yep. No um, move. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like that's kind of what you do, yes. you know? Like yeah. you acknowledge like, shit, these leaves like wouldn't have been in their yard if we had been more diligent about, diligent about cleaning up ours. Yeah. yeah. So. I got a little bit of an issue where the, there's a little wooded, berm if you will between mm -hmm. me and one of the houses and they blow the their leaves into that and then the wind will take mm. the, the leaves accumulating in that area yeah and blow them across our lawn on like a slow drip like just i'm just gonna 
every day you wake up, you'll see 50 new leaves spread across your lawn. And yes. I have, uh, I've just, you know what? This is, this might surprise you, Liz, but I'm just going to let it go. Wow. I'm going to just say, hey, you know what? They're, they're leaves, man. And, um, right. At the end of the day, what does it really matter? I mean, the guy, you know, it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. I'll deal with it. Plus, you pay people to come and deal with it. So, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so there's we're that. Just, we just, the oak trees, by the way, drop their leaves yeah. later. Like they hold on to the leaves longer. Could go right through halfway through the winter. Yeah. Sometimes you'll see an oak tree with the orange leaves. Uh, guys came to leaf blow the other day and they left. It looked great. The next morning, the oak tree decided, yes. I think I'm going to just drop these leaves and like 5,000 leaves just yeah. boom. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. I'll send Brady over with our our Billy Goat, our industrial size oh, leaf that's blower. Right. Yeah. yeah. I bet he's loving <laughs> that thing. Loves it. And it's so last weekend, so Brady did all the leaves, front yard, backyard, and Will mowed the lawn. Mm-hmm. So like it was like Saturday afternoon, and Dan's like, I didn't really have like that much to do today. Cause now the boys are old enough to do the stuff he would have spent the day yeah. Yeah. or the better part of the day doing. So it's really nice. All right. I just uh something I didn't like in, in that statement. Oh. You two boys were outside doing yard work. What mm-hmm. was your daughter doing? FaceTiming with our friends. Okay. How come she wasn't clipping? The boys asked that. They're like, how come she never has to go outside and help? Mm. It's a fair point. What kind of uh, messages are you sending to your kids here? <sighs> Am I reinforcing gender stereotypes? Yeah, you are. And I don't yeah. think it's good. I mean, do you want your daughter to carpe the, the fucking DM? I mean, she's she busy doing there? the laundry and cleaning the toilets, Rick. What okay, are we okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> as long as she's got dinner ready. <laughs> she, does, she does do chores. She has chores, though. Okay, good. Um, you know, she has to vacuum and different things like that. Um, when I bring my kids out to do yard work, mm-hmm. it's great because uh, my daughter, who uh, is more inclined to, you know, be a pleaser, do what she's yes. told, that kind of thing. I mean, you get the, uh, we have to do this. Yeah. We're going to go out. We're going to pick up sticks in the yeah. yard yes. for an hour. Yep. One hour, pick up sticks, and then you can do whatever. Rosie picks up sticks. Like, I turn around, she had a branch, like dragging a oh. branch, and she's like, walking mm-hmm. backwards tugging on Aww. it and, and i was so proud i'm like here i'll help you with yeah. that. there's other times where she had two arms out in front oh of my her god with like a pile of uh, uh, sticks mm-hmm. you know just taking it to the the pile that yeah. we're dumping it on then there's my son charlie will pick up one stick <clears throat> at a time like almost uh, he's making a statement yes he picks up you're forcing stick, me to do this and, and i'm gonna walks, yeah and he drops it you know, in the pile, like 30 feet away. Then he walks back and he picks up one more stick. So you know what I said? I said, Rosie, I think you've done enough work. You're all set. You're, you're off nice. the hook. Good for you. Charlie, you can stay here. you got another 45 <laughs> minutes. What? Yep. Like, look, look at what Rosie's contributed to the pile. You haven't mm-hmm. done anything, you scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get beaten by a girl, Charlie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on, dude. Sack up, right. bro. <laughs> That's what That's my grandpa always awesome. used to say. Oh, I love it. Uh, all right. Well, let's, let's, I think we're all set. As always, thank you guys for listening. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Small Town Scuttlebutt and rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we always love hearing from you. So send us a note, uh, smalltownscuttlebutt at gmail.com. See ya. How about a round of applause for all of our sponsors? APC Pest and Termite Control, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, Mario's Lawn Care, Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, Royal Pizza, and Winslow Design.